to Strange and Creepy, a podcast about strange and creepy experiences, mysteries, and the unexplained. I'm your host, Celinda Hart. It was the perfect apartment in the famous Casco Viejo area of Panama City. Settled in 1673 amidst narrow cobble streets, this historic district, also known as San Felipe, boasts some of the most beautiful colonial architecture. Our apartment was in near one of the prettiest neighborhoods, and I couldn't believe it that we had acquired the property. About a year after moving in, our son was born. Unfortunately, my husband had to travel a lot in those days. When he was away, I missed him. But my days were busy caring for the baby. I did not worry about being on my own, but that was until I began to hear strange and eerie things inside my apartment. The first months after he was born, my son's crib was in our bedroom. As he got a little older, we moved his crib into the nursery so he could get used to his room. I can't tell you exactly what it was about the apartment. Perhaps it was the nondescript annoying sounds that first got my attention. In the beginning, it sounded like knocks or cracks in the wall. One night, when my husband was out of town, I put my baby down to sleep. On my way down the hallway toward the bedroom, I heard my name called. The voice was clear, and it came from an adjacent room. When I entered the front living area, I expected to see my husband. But he was not there. No one was there, and this bothered me. These were isolated cases, but when the sound of voices continued to persist in the ensuing months, I told myself, well, they had to be coming from another apartment. As time passed, the noises became more frequent. Sometimes, I heard someone whispering my name. usually occurred in my bedroom at night. Every time I turned around, there was nothing. Something bizarre was happening, but I chose not to give in to my fears. I wanted to believe the sounds and murmurs came from other apartments. Once in the middle of the night, I heard the baby gurgling, as if he was babbling and trying to talk. I got up and found him wide awake, standing in his crib, laughing and looking at the corner. Who are you talking to, little one? I picked up my baby and held him in my arms, but I noticed he kept his gaze at something in the corner of his room. As I rocked him back to sleep and laid him down a few minutes later, I heard the sound of footsteps. They were coming from the other room. Ah, my husband was home. I catapulted out of the room excitedly to greet him. 
When I reached the front door, there was no one. After checking each room to investigate, I couldn't find the source of the footsteps. It happened at random times in the following weeks. Well, I got into the habit of convincing myself it had to be the foundation settling. Months passed, and I began to notice that my baby was not sleeping very much. Well, you can imagine. As a young mother, I was very concerned, and I tried different things to help the baby sleep soundly. One evening, after an exhausting day, I went to bed early. Thankfully, the baby had already dozed off, so it didn't take long for me to fall asleep. Sometime in the early morning hours, around two or three, I heard my husband open the door. He slipped in the covers next to me and I felt relieved he was finally home. He stroked my hair and patted my head. I felt his body lying beside me. I awoke to my baby's cries around seven o'clock in the morning. I jumped up and noticed my husband's side of the bed was empty. Where did he go? Well, maybe he was in the kitchen. The baby was hungry and I rushed to the nursery. When I walked back toward the kitchen, I saw that the front door to our apartment was locked from the inside. A couple hours later, I heard the keys at the door. My husband walked into the foyer. Where did you go? I asked. What do you mean? Well, I heard when you came in last night, but where did you disappear to this morning? He looked at me funny. He kissed me and then kissed the baby's head. Are you all right? He asked. You must have been dreaming. I, I just got here. My blood went cold. If it wasn't a dream or a figment of my imagination, well, who was sleeping next to me last night? I distinctly heard when he arrived, and I felt him under the covers next to me. I smiled. <laughs> I asked my husband if he wanted to eat something. After breakfast, we caught up on everyday things. I didn't tell him what had happened the previous night. The experience was disturbing enough and hard to explain. Our apartment had a lovely balcony, and for months I had tried growing plants there. The apartment strategically faced the sunlight during the day. My green thumb was beginning to fail me. I had taken advantage of the space and had planted various flowers in large and small pots, but much to my disappointment, all my plants were dying. After my husband left on another business trip one evening, I was feeding the baby while we stood on the balcony. I was deep in thought and humming in my baby's ear when I suddenly heard loud stomping footsteps on the fire escape. <laughs> It sounded like somebody was running. I looked. I expected to see someone climbing up to the next landing. The jarring sound was coming from the fire escape directly outside my balcony. I looked down below and at the top and of the landing, but there was nothing. This happened several times during the following weeks, and the metal sound echoed 
from the fire escape that connected the floors outside the building. It was weird because it always occurred around the same time at night. The clanging of loud footsteps was alarming. It sounded as if someone was desperately running to the next floor. My mother came over with a friend one Friday afternoon. She was concerned about my baby not getting enough sleep, and she came to check on him. She entered the nursery and later looked out to the balcony to see how my plants were coming along. She couldn't explain why they were not growing. All of them had started healthy, but only to dry up and wither away a few weeks later. Her friend, a middle-aged woman with silver hair named Clara, remained quiet. She kept looking around the apartment. She had a serious expression on her face. And after a long time, she spoke up. I know why your plants are not growing. Oh, what am I doing wrong? You aren't doing anything wrong. Your apartment is haunted. The news was not what I expected. She explained to me she was born with the gift. As a natural-born medium, Clara said she sometimes got visions or images when visiting houses for the first time. Clara said that a woman in her early 30s had been murdered, and they, she had been murdered in my apartment several years ago. The woman? The woman was stabbed by her husband. She climbed up the fire escape to get away from him, but she bled to death at the top of the landing. I stared at her, and I didn't know what to think. I mean, this was my mother's friend. I didn't want to say anything to offend her. Still, the information was astounding and somewhat hard to accept. It is also the reason your baby is not getting much sleep, she said. The woman is here in your apartment. She wanted to be a mother. I believe she was pregnant when she died. Her spirit comes to play with your son. Oh, I felt sick. The idea that a dead woman was playing with my baby made my skin crawl. Her personal story of her violent death unnerved me, and the details were disturbing. Not long after that day, I decided to look into the history of the apartment. A neighbor later confirmed what the medium had already revealed. Years before we moved in, a couple lived in my apartment. The woman was married but her husband believed his wife was having an affair. That part was never proven, but the outraged husband lost control one night, and after a huge argument, he chased her outside. She managed to get on the fire escape, but not before he stabbed her several times. She attempted to flee and get away, but she died outside my apartment at the top of the fire escape. My mother's friend said that the victim was replaying her last moments and that her residual energy was still very present in my apartment and on the fire escape where she experienced her last breaths. I told my husband about the brutal murder in our apartment. 
He was skeptical about the woman's restless spirit. But a few weeks later, he began to experience the whispers. Once when I was at my mother's house for a visit, he took a nap in our room. He told me someone had gently touched his hair and stroked his face while he slept. At first, he thought it was me, but then he realized I was not in the apartment. He also heard the raucous disturbance on the fire escape and the footsteps in the apartment. When he heard his name called out loud, it was the final straw. Both times I was not in the apartment when it occurred. It wasn't long afterward that we moved out. This short story is part of a collection from the book True Ghost Stories, Volume 2, by Celinda Hart, available on Amazon. You've been listening to Strange and Creepy. I'm your host, Celinda Hart. If you would like to share a strange or creepy experience, send me an email at celindahart at gmail.com. Until next time.